Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Renegade Blitz, the best podcast for Steelers fans by Steelers fans. Follow us on Twitter at Renegade Blitz, at RBlitzPod, and at BlitzVideos. Read articles on RenegadeBlitz.com, like us on Facebook, and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. Welcome, everyone, to the Renegade Blitz podcast. I'm Ty Polk with Chris Ward and Brandon Walker, all of us ready to do some writing this weekend, as as always, for high school sports. But we want to talk Steelers, of course, and they have a game this Sunday coming out of the bye week. They're taking on the New Orleans Saints, but... We took a little hiatus during the season because, of course, it was the bye week and a lot of things happened. Steelers traded away Chase Claypool for a second-round pick, the Bears' second-round pick, which is likely to be somewhere in that top, I'd say the top 15 of the second round. So that's so that's pretty solid for the Steelers to get to get rid of a guy, I guess. But, I mean, I... I mean, Claypool was coming on. A lot of people were saying we wanted you to get rid of Canada, not the Canadian. But that's how life is. So initial thoughts on on the trade. And Chris, you were seeing a lot of people on Twitter. So I want to know what's your thoughts. Okay. I mean, I, I was kind of surprised that they got a second round pick for him. Uh, you know, the Packers were really in, uh, in on him. I think they, they wanted they were willing to give up two picks, I think. But um. I forgot what the details were, but like I know it was a second. They gave up pretty much a similar uh, compensation as the Bears, but the Steelers thought the Bears would have a higher pick. I don't know if you know Packers look pretty bad, so I don't know if that's gonna, I don't know if that's going to come true. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I thought I thought it was a good trade. The Steelers, I mean, I'm glad that they kind of admitted that like you know the season is not really going to end up in like any playoff uh, appearance or anything like that. So like I I don't I don't, don't want to say like they're punting on the season, but um. They saw that they could get uh, good draft capital for Claypool, and you know he, he came on the last couple of games, but you know overall he he hasn't really been productive uh, compared to that his rookie season. He's a one game wonder, but I was critical of him. I'm surprised they got a second round pick out of him, and that pick is going to be probably worth more than what he had. So kudos to him. And plus, they said the Bears actually reached out to the Steelers, and then the bidding war went Bears Packers, and then. And it just happens that way, and you get more room for Pickens to grow. You got to get more room for Deion. I think it was a cluttered receiving room. So that's what I think about that. And two, I think uh, Claypool should be okay with the Bears in time, but they got a steal, a big-time steal. It, it, it was a late round. I just looked it up. It was another late. It was a uh, same conversation with the second round pick in 2023, and then a, a late round pick the Packers were offering. So, you know, I don't yeah. see they, they must think that they're going to get a high took the second pick, though. I would have. <laughs> but hey, hey, the way it, the Packers season going, y'all, they could have had even better value. 
Yeah, true. I I still don't. That. I still again. There's a Hall of Fame quarterback out there, and eventually something's got to give with with him. He's not going to go out like this, Aaron Rodgers, no matter what. Look, when it's time, it's time. Brady's he doesn't. Up. He doesn't protect himself like like Brady does and also he doesn't have the benefit of being in an absolutely putrid nfc south right now for all for all intents and purposes the bucks are still the number one team in the nfc south so yeah as 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 the panthers are playing the falcons yeah that that's going on right now as we as we talk about uh the steelers and the saints another nfc south team that they're coming up to face but they weren't done there. They managed to pick up William Jackson from the comm squad. And a lot of people have all, have always said this. The Steelers were high on William Jackson, that they would have picked him over Artie Burns if he was available. And, you know, as it comes, it was five years too late. And, and like always, he's, he's currently hurt. He's dealing with a back a back problem right now just says the Steelers picked him up and it's been nagging for him. But I guess he, he goes into a, a Steelers cornerback room that, well, right now in terms of there's not a lot of high end talent in that, in that cornerback room right now. Uh, Akella Witherspoon has, has not panned the way that I thought he, he was going to do the way that a lot of Steelers fans thought they were going to do Cam Sutton. He's had, he's had his moments, uh, Mallette's been picked on. Pierre's Pierre's had a little bit of resurgence, but and Wallace, he's coming back. So yeah, there there's just seems like there's a lot of number two, number three talent when the Steelers needed a number one in that corner room, like anyone. But Brandon, what's your thoughts on that? Because you are the resident Commanders, I. Uh, overseer, I guess. I wouldn't call you a fan. I'd call you an overseer of the commanders. Uh, I didn't think he was a great fit with the commanders for because he's a uh, man quarter. Robert Rivera likes to play zone. So I never got seen that fit either unless he thought he was going to adjust to him, which Robert Rivera won't do. And, sec- and plus... But I think at who how old is he? Thirty one. He was a old. He's a, a little bit older. So I would What I w- I guess you could take a chance with that pick. since that pick is a swap in two thousand and twenty five. I'll be thirty eight when that pick do something. So I'm guessing you just got to take a chance. No more guaranteed money after the year. So. And then you, re, if he pans out, you restructure his contract, shorter term, about a three year deal at a quarterback his age, and you can maybe have a couple like Joe Hayton type production for the next couple of years. Yeah, that would be he's, that would be he's nice. dealing with that, that uh, back injury. He hasn't practiced yet, so um, I don't know if he's going to play on Sunday. But uh, you know, he yeah, the Washington was wasn't a good fit there for him at all, but uh. I'll see how he does. I mean, I know his like PFF grade and everything wasn't all that great, but uh, you know he he had some good moments in Cincinnati. Uh, but like he kept he kept up with AB. I know like uh, you know manageable at best. I mean Tony Brown, he you know he beat a lot of defensive backs at, at that time. But uh, you know a couple games there he did he did hang up there with him. But uh, 
Oh, it should be interesting. I mean, they, they really can't do no worse than with Akilah Witherspoon. Uh, that 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 whole thing ha- hasn't really worked out, and he's still dealing with that hamstring injury. So, uh, you know, it makes sense to you know, late round pick and late round picks in uh, 2025. You know, it, it, it's really a swap, and it really uh, doesn't really hurt them in the long run. Yeah, it's just it's just a, a effectively a tryout contract. It's uh, hey, we eventually got this guy after wanting him in the draft all these years ago, but I'm not really expecting much, especially if he's already hurt. So, uh, I mean, I don't know how long his contract is. It might be a one year, a one year thing. It's a two, so they'll have another year of him if they want him. He'll he'll be 32, but hey, stranger things have happened in that league. So I guess now let's move on to the Saints in terms of it. And the Saints are a lot like the Steelers in, in many ways, though. They used to be cap wizards with, you know, the deferred years and all that stuff. But, of course, COVID, like many teams, caught up to them. And now they're currently dealing with their own similar situation of cap hell. They have Andy Dalton right now, the quarterback. So at least a nice hello back into the the uh, wonder years of Steelers football dealing with Andy Dalton and the Bengals. Um, of course, also uh, Michael Thomas is out, but they, they do have a nice wide receiver in Chris Olave, also another Ohio state product. Brandon, you'll probably keep an eye on him as well. So in, in terms of it offensively, what's the expectations for the Steelers versus the saints? They have Alvin Kamara as well, but it, it feels like, this isn't the Drew Brees Saints. It's not. It's not an offense that maybe the Steelers, especially if they can recapture the form of uh, the game before tonight, the bye week with with Philadelphia. It seems like there could be something out of that. Yeah, and TJ Watts expected to come back too, so that, that that'll be huge. You know, to get him back. I mean, they only have eight sacks since week one when they had that seven sack performance against the, the Bengals. So, um, you know, last five seasons, they led the league in sacks. So, uh, I think I read the, uh, the other day they're on pace for like uh, almost 32, 31 sacks, I think, uh, on the season, which is like really low for a Steelers defense. So, uh, you know, getting TJ Watts huge, but, uh, you know, getting, getting him back is huge. But, uh, yeah, it's supposed to be a cold game on Sunday, too. The weather's, you know, kind of interesting. Yeah, it's supposed to be interesting with uh, New Orleans being a dome team and coming from the South, how they handle with that. And um, it, short week, too, that they, they played on Monday night and the Steelers are coming off a of bye week. So uh, I, I think, you know, the advantage is kind of like pointing in, in the Steelers' favor. Like they really need this win. Uh, you know, they have a, a number of favorable games that they could at least have a chance to win or, you know, good good shot. So uh, this game right here, like Tomlin said during his press conference, you know, it's like put up or shut up time. So uh, they, they really need this one on Sunday. Yes, they do. I had to look at their depth chart. The yeah, that's, that's what I was looking at too. But they're they're like still are like still underdogs. Yeah, I haven't looked at it in a while, but last time I checked, it was like two and a half point underdogs. This is so gonna be a this is gonna be a much closer game than than that. I mean, I wouldn't huh. be surprised if it comes down to a. A last second field goal with Matthew Wright. That's another thing. Boswell is currently on IR. So there, there's all sorts of flux with this team. And it's it's always a crapshoot because the Saints, they still have Kamara out there. And and I like Alave as a wide receiver. I think that they can make 
They can still make enough offensive moves because Dalton is a good enough quarterback where if he can go out there and get, get into a rhythm, he still I still wouldn't want it against this defensive secondary. And while I am happy that TJ Watts coming back on a pitch count, uh it's set up for the Steelers to both pull off to both win this game as a lot of us. I know, I know at least us, we think they should. But it's also for Brandon's favorite term, uh, a Tomlin special in terms of, well, the Saints don't exactly look all that impressive either. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out. This won't call out as a Tomlin special because the Steelers aren't that good anyway. They're not favored to win. The definition of a Tomlin special is, A, they have to be favored by at (laughs) least a touchdown. B, well, that's maybe that at least a touchdown. B. Basically, that's the only time that's like the. Well, only or if it's like a really like crazy, uh, you know, like a uh, coaching decision by Tom. Yeah, like, bad coaching I, decision. I, I, yes. Like like when, like Boswell last year against Cleveland when he got knocked out of the game and they almost lost. Like that that could have that could have been a Tom special. It was like it was. <laughs> they ended was, up winning though. <laughs> But it, but it really it seems again this feels like this feels like I wouldn't feel like I'm taking crazy pills if I say yeah I want yeah I think the Steelers could win this game really the rest of your schedule especially if it if we're going around the league a few weeks from now is the Colts and unless Jeff Saturday puts together some sort of like Herculean game planning thing but we're gonna stay in New Orleans territory right now we'll think about that in the future. But I got ahead of myself. You, you know what I wanted to do because, oh man, yeah, we'll stay there. We'll 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 we'll, we'll have our thoughts about. It. Maybe we can have uh, the guy we had on for the Colts the last time because I'd be really interested if we could find him him again with this. But he obviously put a very nice slant on it, so that's another yeah. thing. Yeah, as, sorry, as, but, we, but as anyway, we're going to back become to a generalist. Story. This yeah. could be a – I can't even call it a get-right game. They say there's a lot of winnable games on the schedule. I say this is a they're, – they're at the point at the schedule that they can actually compete. I that think they that, have a, a shot in. And they're like – I think that's a pretty good a pretty good statement right there. This is where – this is where, all right, you're out of the tough schedule. Now it's time to go out there and show us that the future isn't going to be – instead of – Five years away, it's going to be like maybe two, two, two. Yeah, like yeah. Like, speaking of this New Orleans Saints matchup, it's just, it's like they st- they still have some high end talent too, even though they're older on defense. They are almost Cameron Jordan, uh, Marcus Davenport. He's questionable. You have Demario Davis, even though he's a little bit older. You got Marshawn Mattimore, and you got Matthew. You don't got scrubs. You're not it ain't like you're facing a scrub defense here. Yeah. It's the problem is the offense, but you still got let's see what Cameron Jordan's career cuz that he's mm, He's got 5 sacks this season. David he has five, I'm talking about he has a Hall of Fame resume himself. And you got DeMario Davis been doing pass for you know what it's not a uh they got some players on the defense and you got players on the offense as well 
Yeah, Taysom Hill is still out there yeah. being so, the weapon. It ain't this ain't no gimme. Not at all. Their uh, their defense uh they rank 11th in total uh, yards allowed, but they rank 28th in in, in uh, points allowed. So they give up a lot of points, but uh, yards, you know. So I'm, I assume that they're probably not doing so, so well in the red zone defense right now. But, it's uh, probably they. I don't know. They, uh, they probably turn the ball over a lot. Scoops to score. We see. We don't know about that, that yeah. too. That's a lot of. That's a factor too. Winston and Dalton both have five interceptions apiece. Yeah. Andy Dalton has ten touchdowns though, so he's so he's a sol- He's solid enough. That's what yeah. I would like to say. He's solid enough where if, if the Steelers are not on their P's and Q's, he can make them pay a little yeah. bit. Yeah, he can make them pay. He's always been that though. But how many uh, sacks do you think? And uh, not sacks. I'm sorry. Snaps. Do you think TJ Watts play plays? Well, they, they said that he's going to be like on a snap count. So I don't know. Like. I don't know, like seven, like where they play 60, 70 snaps sometimes on defense. So I don't know, maybe, maybe he plays around like, you know, 35 or something like that. I don't, I don't know. I feel like they're going to try to put him into, if the Steelers get into obvious pass rush situations, he's, he's going to play a first down. I don't know about a second. I don't know about a second, but a third down, a third and long where he could just pin his ears back and be TJ Watt. I think that's doable for for this Steelers defense this time. That could work. You know, talking about Andy Dalton, uh, I, I didn't realize his stats were actually better than than than, than what I thought. You know, because uh, I don't think he he didn't play too well on Monday night. I, the Saints overall didn't didn't play good, but uh, uh, Taysom Hill, like the Steelers have been talking about him, how you know how difficult he, uh, it's going to prepare uh, to play against him. But yeah, I, I wrote yesterday. I wrote an article on Taysom Hill and. Uh, I didn't realize that he had a hundred yard rushing performance this year against uh, the Seahawks. And he had three, he had three rushing touchdowns and a hit a touchdown reception too. So he had four touchdowns overall, but he's a I, I didn't know that. rusher for the, for the saints. I mean, he's always been used as a weapon. Uh, I think, I think what, what killed the saints in this post Drew Brees era is they thought that he could be something more. Well, Taysom Hill is basically what if Tim Tebow accepted his role? Yeah, that's a good good way to put it. Uh, yeah, that was like Sean Payton's like favorite player. It seemed like it was Taysom Hill, but uh, yeah, when I saw him <laughs> make him a viable quarterback in this league, and as much as hey, I like Taysom Hill because you always want guys out there that are athletes, and especially guys that can do everything. But a quarterback, he is not. If one, everyone likes to be derogatory with Lamar Jackson calling him a running back. Taysom Hill is a running back, yeah. <laughs> and a tight end. And, and when I saw that he had a hundred yards rushing, I was like, "Wow!" Like, uh, like Najee Harris doesn't even have a hundred yard rushing performance this season. So yeah, that's bad. I, I know. I know. Like, there's different, you know, uh, you know, factors into that. But I was like, it, it's just pretty crazy. What if, if Najee's, you know, dealing with that Liz Frank injury right now, and you know, the line really hasn't been that great either. But still, like, all, all, for all those issues, like he's a first round running back. You think you would, you know, have more hundred yard games by now? But I don't know. I don't know what you guys. What do you guys think about that? I mean, we talked about this before about the whole Najee Harris situation, but uh, hopefully he gets to turn around. Uh, you know, the second half of the season, I'd be more. He, runs, I'd be more he looks like Tarzan, runs like Jane. <laughs> I Seriously. would like, I would like for, I would like for more snaps for Jalen Warren. 
I think that it would be number one beneficial to the team because if a guy is hurt and and he's all and he's already suffered this injury, why are you still plugging him out there thirty times a game, twenty five times a game, twenty? I mean, there's there's a world where you can split that up and you can you can probably to keep away appearances from certain media types in the town where you can have yeah, but look at the end, Najee Harris still had more snaps than and more carries than Jalen Warren, but you could still give him viable opportunities out there to do something. Yes. Also, another thing about the Saints, we haven't really talked about their offensive line, and I'm taking a look. Trevor Penning's on IR. Mm-hmm. And that was someone that they wanted to. Their, guard, their left guard and center currently are questionable for this game. So this, in a way, is kind of – it's a good game for TJ Watt to get back because at the very least it's going to free up the interior defensive line, the the threes in the three, four to go make some moves and hopefully go out there and prove something. So I like the matchup in terms of what the possibilities with the Steelers pass rush, which is in desperate need to be, to be something that shows up for this team for the rest of the year. Definitely. <clears throat> like this is a this is a good you see that that's where they can win. TJ Watt makes a difference in this game. He can make a play. And that's why I'm probably gonna be I'm picking the Steelers to win this game. I'm giving it early because I'm tired. <laughs> 30 not 30 uh 20 to 17. It's going to be a uh, this game is going to be a, a, a smalls, you know, another smalls. These Steeler games tend to be, but we'll see what happens. We'll see because I'm sorry, I burped. It's just, this is going to be a, a dirty, football game that's not going to be appealing on the eye so yeah it, it, they have like the c the, the, the c team uh, announcing the game for fox uh they got jennifer know. pick she's fine though oh no who's the other one it was um i don't care that's a that's sideline uh, reporters is, mark mark uh Schlereth, or, mark Schler- is it joe davis no it's uh adam something Do you adam, know? adam and hey, that's not yeah, yeah. that's still a pretty hey adam and that's still very decent good. He's he's yeah. a good play-by-play announcer. Like he's, him too. he's doing that in between being the play-by-play guy for the Chicago Bulls. So, yeah. as the, as a resident uh, aspiring play-by-play guy, I know that's the C team for Fox, but at least with Adam Amin, that's a quality. I'll take. Yeah, it. it's it's better than some of the other guys that they, that they have. Um, but yeah, you know, you know, Saints. So how do you so how do you guys feel about the Steelers getting flexed down? Oh yeah, yeah that's expected. another thing. Uh, yeah, I expected that too, but very, very rare for a Steelers home game for, for that to happen. But that's just the current state of, uh, you know, where the Steelers are at right now. Yes, this is. Yep. But that's cool but, with me. Yeah, it was the same with the Steelers, uh, you know, uh, playing the Saints, you know, non-conference games. So, like, it, it really doesn't have that much, uh, you know, um, you know, hype to it, I guess you know, I would say. But, uh, yeah, I agree with Brandon. I'm, I'm going with the Steelers, too. I think I think they just have to get a win here, like you know, coming off the bye. Tomlin's 11-4 in his career when, when coming off a of bye week. So, 
Uh, I won't say uh, the Steelers win 24 to 20. Uh, first time picking the Steelers since week four. I had them winning against the the Jets, which which didn't happen. But uh, they should have won that game. But I, I think this game is going to be pretty close. Yeah, I, I'm in agreement with you guys. I like the Steelers in this game. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna say 26 20. I think I think Wright misses an extra point that that makes that score, and. I just have a feeling that this is going to be the game in which the defense gets a turnover. It's probably going to come off Watt rush. And we're going to see right there that, that TJ Watt from here on out, if the Steelers do anything remotely positive, he should be in the MVP discussion for the rest of his prime. Yeah. So I'm going to say, yeah. I pay me. I give him a raise. (laughs) Seriously. Even though you just paid him, you need to pay him more. He really, he really is worth every single penny and and more of that. This guy can, I I know that he's he's upset with his team not doing well because he's out. But at the same time, I I think if I was his agent right now, I'd be basically sending in tape from the past few weeks since he's been out and say, look, this team, this team just is different in a bad way without me. When I'm on there, I'm, uh, it, it's a whole new level, at least for that defense. Maybe it can help buoy the offense into getting easy scoring opportunities in their own territory offensively. But lots got to happen. Is uh, I don't know if you, you guys know Warren Sharp uh, on, from Sharp Football. He had a he had an interesting stat where he said the Steelers' longest touchdown uh, this year was. Uh, was from eight yards out. It was the Trubisky to fire him with touchdown in week two against uh, the Patriots. Uh, they're the only offense without a touchdown scored from outside of the red zone this year. So, you know, they're dead last in the league in, in that area. And the, the longest touchdowns from the Bills, the, the 98 yard or so, it kind of just shows how uh, bad the Steelers are statistically right now. And uh, another one is that the Steelers are averaging 9, 9.2 yards per completion, which ranks 31st in the league. And uh, they're allowing – 12.7 yards per completion, which ranks uh, dead last in the league. So, yeah, I wonder how that number was when Ben Roethlisberger was the quarterback. I, I mean, it's it's clear, it's clear now. If we did, if, if any issue that we thought of it with Ben Roethlisberger, yeah, it may have been with the arm, but it's clear, it's been all dink and dunk since since then. And, and you're just wondering, outside of very rare occasions where they absolutely were it's just like the rubber got to meet got to meet the road it's been dink and dunk and you're just wondering when are things going to change well yeah. well till next year till that canada dry <laughs> offense your tires yeah. retire yeah, when, when you look at those stats it really makes you think like how is matt canada still the oc for the steelers but uh uh, you know, Tomlin, you know, the, the, the whole Steelers, you know, mantra is like to not fire coach during the season there. Uh, he might he might reach the, you know, his, his breaking point, if, depending on – if they lose to the Colts and they have a bad offensive performance, they lose to Jeff Saturday. Good I, Lord, I think, if they lose to the Colts. <laughs> I think there needs to be some major, major changes then. If they, go, if they lose to the Colts, I would probably – that would be the first time where I would utter the forbidden words. <laughs> Was that – let it I think happen. I know I'll tell you. 
I think I know where you're going. <laughs> no, tell us. <laughs> no, I don't want to. I don't even want to speak it. No, do it. it. Huh? Do it. I would be, no, it you would put be it the out fun. there. No, you, you know you, this is the real. You gotta say it. You you if want me to say it? Huh? It, it's an, it's if, a possibility. If they lose to the Colts and this offense looks bad. You gotta fire him. Fire who? You gotta fire him. <laughs> fire Mac. Fire Cameron. who? Fire <laughs> him. I'm not saying it anymore. You gotta I'm fire him. Are you I can't do it. I can't do, do it. it. I can't do it. Why? You uh, you afraid of a hot take? <laughs> I think a lot of people would agree with you, actually. But you know, I, 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 <laughs> I want to say it, but I can't. I, I can't. Mm-hmm. I want to. That would be the perfect point where I would no longer. I would no longer be the mild mannered host. I would be angry, and not not in a nice angry. It would be. Uh, I'm probably gonna throw this mic. <laughs> I accidentally hit the mute button. I'm gonna throw this mic through my 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 laptop screen. Oh, you so you so you so are you suggesting the end of Tomlin? I'm I'm suggesting the end of Evangelion. That's all, folks. For, for Chris Ward and Brandon Walker, I'm Ty Polk. Don't ever make me say those words. But thank you again. I can't. Thank you for listening to the Renegade Blitz podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Renegade Blitz, at our Blitz Pod, and at Blitz Videos. Read articles on RenegadeBlitz.com, like us on Facebook, and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. The Renegade Blitz podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, and wherever else you can listen to podcasts. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.